Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, we have a powerful episode, and I want to introduce a powerful man across this powerful oaken desk, Mike Rez. Hey, Dags, what's up? What's up? We are ready. We are ready to rock and roll. I'm in the same room with you today. Yes. It's awesome. We got the restraining orders been lifted. Thank you for that, by Is the way. Is that official? No, it's never official. Hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created. Today we have a powerful episode. We're talking cartoons, Mike Rez. Cartoons. Classics. Yes, classics. We're talking Masters of the Universe, the new reboot by Kevin Smith of He-Man and other characters. We're also going to talk about some older stuff that you guys may or may not know about. Let's just get right into it, Mike Rez. All right. What should we talk about first? First, well, let me, I got to correct you right away. It's not a reboot. It is just a continuation of the story. What's that, a boot? Oh, it's a lot of boots. Uh, so reboots would be like what happened in 2002 when they just yeah, restarted. Yeah, I know. Reboots, reimagined, we are, whatever. We are getting yeah. semantic crazy yes. because yeah, I I, I've got thoughts and opinions about everybody freaking out. I hate both sides of that story. You do? I do. I really do. You have a cosmic sense of humor. That's what you have to do, Michael Rez. You've got to rise above it. You do. And Kevin Smith is not which we will get into. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want to go back to 1967, fans. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me get ready. Oh, Michael Rez is firing up his energy drink. Yep. We got rain, lemon, HDZ, total body fuel. Is it making you feel BZ dizzy? There he goes. He's taking a big swig of powerful energy drink. I got to tell you, it tastes like the uh, hard seltzers I've been drinking. Whoa. Only this won't get me wasted. No. I am also excited because we have powerful new music today, Micah Rez. Oh my fans. God. What? The amazing friends of the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast. New music from Andrew Bennon, Space Station Sheila. Local guy, too. Powerful. We just met him yesterday, both you and I. We had a powerful meetup. We tell did. us. Tell what? us, tell the fans. The Twin Cities Synthwave group got together uh it's it's a combination it's kind of cool because it's a combination of producers and fans of the synthwave genre and subgenres. and uh, we got together at dual citizen brewery yesterday and uh drank some brews and met some fans and met some good people and andrew bennon was one of them and he's a music producer who Released an album in 2006 and then took time off to raise a family and now he's back he has a powerful new ep Make sure you enjoy this entire episode because at the end of this, we're going to be playing us out. Right. And you can check them out on Bandcamp. And Spotify. And Spotify. Now, I was amazed, Micah Rez, at all the ladies that were buzzing around you at this meetup. Well, I can't confirm nor deny 
But yes, there was a lot of buzz with the females. It was amazing. They were literally chasing him down the street, and he had to hide in a phone booth. You think it was the uh, gray beard is what it was? I think it was the high karate cologne. Ooh. I was was debating whether or not to do that, the high karate. Everyone was uh, attacking your gray beard. What's going on with that? I don't know. It was like somebody was egging them on. It was really, really strange. I don't know what it was yesterday about my gray beard. Although I didn't like look like the uh, grandfather of the group <laughs> you got you got did you see that picture oh yeah yeah you're all gathered out like yeah we're all gathered on grandpa at his birthday <laughs> he's not long for this world so we all got together one last time <laughs> yeah make sure you check us out on instagram and twitter amazing pop culture podcast check out that powerful picture it was awesome yes after uh after you left uh, they started diving into the CBD shots that you can add to your beer. That was fun and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it made it look like uh, beer milk. It was weird. Gross. Yeah. Everyone said it tastes like dirt. Like, well, yeah, it's CBD. Yeah, that you, ginseng tastes like dirt, too. Yeah. That's why a lot of companies, when you take drops, CBD drops or oils, they add, like, peppermint or something to it because it tastes like crap. What are your thoughts on CBD? I like it. It's it's it works. I use it when I go to bed sometimes. Sleeps like a I sleep like a baby. Waking up every three hours crying. <laughs> yeah. Powerful. Thank you, Mike Rez, for that powerful update on the Nitro TC meetup. When is the powerful show, Mike Rez? Uh, Nitro Wave TC show August fourteenth at Amsterdam Bar and Hall, and uh, it'll be. The Great Hall. The Great Hall. Uh, DJ Bionic will uh, kick things off with the DJ set at 8 o'clock. And then uh, our friend North Innsbruck hits the stage. And then Night Audit after him. And we have Galaxy 80 after him. And Lucy in Disguise after him. And then uh, Destroyer from New York and the Night Dot Wave uh, collection, collective out there in New York will be. Uh, Doing a DJ set to close out the night. Have you thought about what costume you're wearing? Um, I did find one that was a uh, it was like a human disco ball. So we'll see if that makes the uh, makes it out on stage. We'll see. Make sure you guys come and check out Mike Rez and yeah. I'm co emceeing by the way, so I wow. will be on stage. Co MC. Yep. Like comic. Yes. That's that's me. Co-masters of ceremony. Yes, Eric from Paradise Arcade will be there. Okay, and maybe I'll be there. Would you grace us with your presence? Yes, I'm. Is that what you're waiting for? I may make an appearance. Please come out, Dags. A cameo. Word up. Oh, oh, you sucker, DJs. Icarus, let's get into 1967. The Herculoids. The Herculoids. Man, when you sent this to me, I got to admit, not only did I forget about them. I never knew about them. So I looked them up. No, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I like the, this powerful, amazing pop culture podcast. What I do, I use my powerful brain and I just spread it. Oh, you spread, spread it, it all over the world. I'm yes. like Johnny Appleseed of knowledge. Oh, your seed is spread everywhere. I know. Thank it. you. So September 9th, 1967, the Herculoids debuted on CBS. That's how old CBS is. Um, and they had 18 episodes, and it lasted uh, for a couple of seasons. It seems like a lot of cartoons back then only lasted two, three seasons at the most, and then it went straight to reruns after Anything that. good doesn't last. No, 
Not at all. Life is just a party and parties weren't meant to last. Whoa. You should write that down. Yes. So the Herculoids is about a uh, a family, uh, Xandar, and also Tara and Dorno. Dorno is the son. Tara is Powerful Xandar's names. wife. Yes. And uh, they were uh, accompanied by five creatures. Yes. They're pets. They're, they're Herculoids. They're giant pets, yes. Yeah. Zo- is it Zok? Or Zook? Zok. Zok. Tundro. And a powerful rock ape. Igu? Igu. Yeah. Powerful. They're they're just your average space barbarian family. Just your average space barbarian. That's another thing. There was a lot of like futuristic barbarian cartoons. Well, that's the reason I brought this in. I brought in, you know, everyone talks, oh, He-Man. But there were a couple more. Yeah, 1967, we're talking barbarians. Yeah. And that's that was... What do they call it? ahead of their time? Yes, visionary. Yeah. So that's uh I watched the um what do you call it the intro? Sure. Uh on YouTube. And I got to admit it probably wouldn't be a cartoon I would have probably really gotten into. I probably would have just watched it cuz when I was a kid I just watched cartoons. Why would you not have gotten into that? I I loved it. I, I don't know. And it's Hanna-Barbera, which yes. shocking. They did everything back then. Uh, I watched the Flintstones, and you can tell that it's probably the same animators that animated both. Uh, just looking at the, the title, the fonts that were used back then, you know, it's not too far off from the from the Flintstones font. But uh, the only difference on those shows really were the writers. But you pretty much had the same animators working in the same house. As I got into this research. They are actually been around in pop culture quite a bit. They're still making cameos on shows. Most recently, they made a cameo on The Family Guy. Uh, Gleep and Gloop. Gloop and Gleep. Yeah, they... Uh, Powerful. They uh, actually, I think they destroyed part of Peter Griffin's house or yes, something Yes, they're like protoplasma so, creatures. Yeah, so they've been around quite a bit. Uh, they've been in a couple episodes of Space Ghost. Um, they've been in some other cartoons. I can't remember the name of the... Uh, Tell me you know about Space Ghost. Oh, I know Space Ghost. All right. Yeah. There is a uh, a cartoon. I can't remember who it was, but they they were reading, like, fan mail. And whoever created this cartoon, you could tell, I guess, was not a fan of the Herculoids because they made fun of them being hippies and how they avoided the draft in Vietnam. It was just, like, really got really What is this sacrilege? I don't know. Blasphemy. Yes. Not everybody was a fan, but... I'm a fan. You're a fan. That's you all got that a bat winged laser dragon. <laughs> you have a rock ape. You have a ten legged, four horned rhinoceros slash triceratops slash Guns and Roses hybrid. <laughs> and you got a couple of ghost looking dudes. Yes, gloop and gleep. Yeah, father and son. Yes, they can absorb, deflect, energy blast. One of them turned into a parachute to save one of them yes. lives. Yes, you know about the Wonder Twins. Yep. Yeah, but these guys did it before, man. They're becoming cushions, trampolines, parachutes. God. The Herculoids. It got a 7.4 out of 10 on IMBD. Internet Movie Database. Yeah, I know what that is. It should be a 10 out of 10. Yeah, but some of our amazing friends. They all know. They're amazing. Yeah, well, considering... They're our friends. Compared to one of the other shows we're going to talk about, that's actually really high. It is. Those ratings are bullshit anyway. 
and we'll get into that. <laughs> Ratings of critics who get paid versus real people, real fans. Are you? Do you go more by the uh, Rotten Tomato score because those are? I think fans can can do reviews on that as well. So that's well. There's two different things, you know. There's the the two scores on Rotten Tomatoes, the yeah. high and the low. The first one is the critics, and the low one is usually the fans. Yeah, it's certified fresh. Yes. I think this is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes as well. And I'm going to need you guys to check out the Herculoid. It's powerful. Watch the intro. Yes. Because a lot of things that I don't think I remember or ever watched, you watch the, the intros, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'd watch that. I remember that. Did you ever watch Johnny Quest, the original one? No, that was before my time, and they weren't running reruns yeah, but growing I, up. But I hate that argument before your time. But they weren't running reruns. Well, at they the should time. be. And by the time Cartoon I'm going to need Network... you to go back in time. I don't care how you do it, Mike Arez, <laughs> assistant manager. Yeah, by the time Cartoon Network picked it up, I was I was beyond that. Oh, anyway. Cartoon Network. That's like MTV. Boomerang. They don't even play music. <laughs> Cartoon Network never played music. No. Boomerang is where it's at if you got Boomerang. Yes. Check it out. Don't get me upset, Mike Arez. The Herculoids, powerful, but Johnny Quest, powerful intro, powerful animation. And the theme song is insane. After we wrap up this powerful episode, I'm going to show you that intro, Mike Rez. And for, you're going to be Johnny just, Quest. Yes, you're just going to be shocked, amazed. What about Speed Racer? Energizer. Speed Racer is powerful. We watched Speed Racer. I watched Speed Racer. All with, right. On Boomerang with my friends, wasted. It was great. Are you trying to get your street cred back by saying that, or what? No, that was actually true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, the second thing I tasked you to watch is Thundar the Barbarian. We're on the Barbarian theme because everyone's like, oh, He-Man. Yeah. No. But you got to get the originals out of the Thundar the Barbarian. Well, Thundar the Barbarian is so cool that ACDC wrote a song about him. Thundar. Thundar Struck. Yes. Thundar Struck. Yep. Um, and that was also an older, we'll just say older cartoon. It debuted on October 4th. 1980, and ran to Halloween Day, 1981. Apropos. Yes, so it got uh, two years, and then it was rerun uh, on NBC in 1983, so two years after uh, it was over. It had a total of 21 episodes. That's it. It's like, a what, 10 and a half episodes a year? Yes. You know why? I, I need even, a T-shirt. Even back then... 21 episodes of any show would be one season. So that's uh wasn't very much. Um, but this is about a futuristic post-apocalyptic wasteland divided into kingdoms and territories. Yes. We're talking about Earth in 3994. Powerful year. It's a uh, futuristic retro type. Of, I know. It's, is that, it's, what did it you think of the intro? Time. The intro was insane, wasn't it? The intro is actually pretty awesome actually thank for, you for an older show thank you that was uh pretty sweet and actually that would thank be you like i had something yeah, to do with it yeah. wow way to go dags <laughs> yeah uh but they fought wizards yes uh they fought sorcerers sorceresses yes. they actually used super science and magic yeah isn't it it's said it was beyond its time just like yes the herculoids yes but this had uh used such states as New York, 
California, Nevada, Washington. They used the Badlands, Mount Rushmore. Uh, you were in Colorado. Yes, the Alamo. I mean, it's powerful locations. Yeah, Georgia, Massachusetts. I mean, just anywhere you can think of, they used in the United States. Yeah, and let's get into the hero. Future Earth. The hero, Thundar, the barbarian. Yes. He is uh, a barbarian who yes. was once a slave and yes. then gets freed by the stepdaughter of the uh, antagonist, Princess Ariel, is who frees him. Her original name was Princess Antenna, by the way. Princess Antenna? Yes. Why'd they change it? I don't know. That, was that, that wasn't in the cartoon, was it? No, that was powerful comedy, Mike Riz. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Thank you. Uh, U- Ukla the Mook? Ukla the Mock. Hey, Ukla the... Why yes. don't they just write it the way it's supposed to no, be pronounced? Ukla the Mock. Yeah. They, they needed a Chewbacca, so they, <laughs> so they <laughs> added Ukla the Mock. He's a half-humanoid lion, human-lion yes, type creature. Traveled the world on a horse. Yeah, and he... Well, they didn't... It's not really a horse. It, it's a horse, damn it. It's... Yeah, if you want to look at it that way. But in the series, it's not really... The other two traveled on horses. It's officially. a lion-like biped. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, they traveled the country, traveled the world. Like we said, Thundar had a powerful sword. Yes, the sun sword. Yes. Ukla, Ariel, let's ride. Powerful. God. And it, it looked like a lightsaber. Shut up. I already mentioned the Chewbacca. <laughs> I get it, all right? It's yeah. a lightsaber. It's a, it's a uh, sun sword. The sun sword. Powerful. Yeah, so uh, they fought things like demon dogs and uh, the Brotherhood of the Night. Brotherhood of Night, it's a yeah, powerful it's like, group of werewolves. Yeah, that could transform other werewolves <laughs> just just by touching them. It's a very very scientific. Yes, and they had cosmic sci-fi. vampires. Yeah, they had crocodiles and pig mutants and. <sighs> you do his war cry for us. <laughs> powerful. <laughs> no, you're not gonna do it. Do it. I don't know how it sounds. I just know it's ah he. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he did it. He was like ah he or something. <laughs> oh my god, this sacrilege! <laughs> yeah, but uh, how do you think the uh, family reunions were with Princess Ariel since she's like fighting her stepfather throughout yes. the entire series? That's got to be awkward. Were you attracted to her, Michaelis? I don't know how you couldn't be. Yes, very she's beautiful a woman. Yes, very beautiful woman. So I mean. It's not like they were intentionally doing that. And back then, like that was like right at the the edge of they just made this cartoon to make a, a cartoon and tell a story. They they weren't thirty minute TV commercials yet at that time. Yes, they weren't Mattel toy commercials. Nope, not yet, not yet. So, but that was because uh, you didn't get a lot of Thundar action figures. At all. I don't think they even... Did they make Thundar action figures? I'm sure they did. Yes, they did. But I don't know enough about the... That's not my uh, powerful uh, forte on the action figures of it's Thundar. A, I don't well, see any I, Thundar I mean, I know, action I know the basics. You I got, mean, you're like, surrounded by Spider-Man. So you got six Spider-Men. And by the... Today, by the Seven. Yes. I forgot about the little one. By the, don't mention my little one, by the way. By the way, this is Spider-Man day today. Is it really? It is. Hashtag Spider-Man. Yes. Nice. I see you got the Incredible Hulk. Yes. Thank you for enjoying the Hulk. You have half a Batman. Yes. Got the Predator. Look up there. Yes. And then from Forbidden Planet, you have Robbie the Robot. Powerful. Yeah. Anything else that I shouldn't be aware of? 
No, don't look through all my toys. What about your closet? Yes. Get out Powerful. of Powerful. So what were your thoughts on Thunder the Barbarian Micros? That one's not bad. I could see binge watching that and watching it again to get more familiar with it again. Because I know I watched I watched it. I liked yeah, I liked how they you know, they had classic monsters, vampires, werewolves. They had mm-hmm. the 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 sorcery and the super science. Right. Combined. They, they took magic old, and science. They took old creatures and redid them instead of coming up with new things. Well, they had new things and old things and not like the Herculoids who like made their own. I love the Herculoids. Thundar used like werewolves. Like you know what a werewolf is, and then they just kind of updated them with instead of biting people and turning them into werewolves, they just touched you and turned you into werewolves. Yes, that's the way I it mean, should be. Who who can uh, who can go wrong with that? Ukla the mock. Ukla the mock. Did Ukla talk? I can't remember if Ukla talked. He just talked. made noises. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that was their Chewbacca, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Sunsword and Sunsword was powerful though. People they, they and had a princess. Princess Ariel, yes. Yep. Like Leia. Yeah. Well, well why do you do that? I, I, this is a powerful I show. It's amazing. That's what it I is. I mean, the coolest thing is when when uh, the Earth and Moon were broken into pieces. It's because a rogue planet. Oh my god. Flew in between the Earth and the Moon. Powerful rogue the, planets. <laughs> the science behind that. It, I mean, if we want to start talking about realism. Yeah, Carl Sagan is dead. We're not talking about science here. Super <laughs> science, sorcery. We're talking about Thunder of the Barbarian, the most powerful barbarian ever created. Yep. Look up that intro as well. Yes. The memories will come flooding back. All right, Mike Arez. Now, take a note of his haircut. Oh, yeah. Because we're... Looking at a picture of it right now. We're doing a powerful segue right now to Masters of the Universe. Oh, man. Are we going to talk about the the new one, or are we going to talk about He-Man? We're going to talk about He-Man and the Masters Masters of the the Universe, universe. and then we're going to go into Kevin Smith's... He-Man... And the Masters of the Universe. So get this, Dag. This was a cartoon based on a toy line that was already being made. Yes. So it wasn't a show, and then it was a toy line. It was a toy line first. Yes. Um, and it actually kicked off the series of cartoons that were toys and then became cartoons because they were just commercials for the toys, basically. The cool thing about E-Man, though, unlike... G.I. Joe and Transformers, where there was only like one way you could play those toys. The way they, they made these episodes kind of gave your own, let your imagination run wild when you played with these action figures. In fact, I used to use Trap Jaw to kill ants. That's how I used to play with him. All right, let's get into it. Mike Rez, who is your favorite character on He-Man and Masters of the Universe? Um, well, Trap Jaw was one. Uh, I remember Triclops. Um, after that, uh, you can pretty much have your pick. I mean, those were the two that I, I played with. Those are your go-to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It just happened to be that way. How about you? Ram was Man you? was cool. Ram Man was pretty sweet. I enjoyed Stinkor. Just the name was hilarious, I thought. Right. What about Fisto? Whoa. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> Got quiet in here all yes. of a sudden. Powerful. Yeah, so it's made its debut in uh, September 1983 and ran until 1985. Two years, Dags. How many episodes were produced? Two years? Yep. I'm guessing 52. 130. Whoa. 65 episodes per season. 
That's a long time to sit down and try to. That's a lot of toy sales. It's a lot of toy sales. It worked. It worked for them for sure. The USA Network bought the rights in 1988 and started running them until 1990. And then, of course, the remake, the reboot happened in 2002. Uh, But they also had the new adventures of He-Man come out. And then, of course, who can forget She-Ra, Princess of Power, was Adam's cousin. Basically the same premise, but in female form. So, and I remember having the She-Ra action figure as well. I bet you did. I got into that show too. I watched that show. She was uh, introduced in the He-Man Masters of the Universe series near the end of its run, I believe. She had a, there's a handful of episodes. So she was the Ted McGinley. Pretty much. That's when He-Man jumped the shark. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So uh, we have those. There were this episode or this series, excuse me. Uh, but it takes place in Eterna, which is the planet. Eternia, yes. Eternia. Why do I, I say Eterna? Whatever. Yeah. So Eternia, uh, which is the planet of magic and myth and fantasy. Sorcerers and sorceresses. Oh, where'd they rip that off from? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Thunder. Why didn't they gave him the same goddamn haircut? Ookla. Well, Cringer or Man at Arms, depends on who your Ookla is. Battle Cat, yeah. Battle Cat. But I like, uh, so they did a, uh, like a Superman thing with this one when he wasn't He-Man and he was just Prince Adam. It was just He-Man in a long sleeve shirt and long pants. Yeah. I want to talk about that in <laughs> so the new one too. He was, he was like a built. I want to talk about that in the new one. And then, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he was hiding yes. at all. In the so show. everyone knows about He-Man, Michael Rez. Did you enjoy the show? Uh, yes, I did. This one I really I watched I I guarantee you I watched all 130 episodes when I was younger. So. See, I thought it was too wimpy. Why did you think it was wimpy? Because you're like, a Thundar guy. Yes, Thundar. So we have a Thundar camp. It needed and a to He-Man be darker. Camp. You know, nothing really happened. No one well, ever died. Barbera making trying to sell kids' toys. There's no way they would make it dark. Yes. So just like in GI Joe, there's only one episode where one of the uh, bad guys gets shot. Yes. G.I. Joe is weak, too, I feel. No blood. I feel they could have amped that up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It was all about toys, selling toys, and they knew parents weren't going to buy their toys if G. there was I. Joe. blood involved. Until <laughs> <laughs> so you got those twins that felt each other's pain. Whichever I thought you were going to say they felt each other. Mike Rez, Whoa. let's get into the new one. We all know about He-Man. All right, so the I'm, I'm, the I'm glad one. we found out which character you liked the best, She-Ra. <laughs> That's right. Shiro was the best. Look at that. I just spilled water in my crotch right there. I know you peed yourself. Why, why am I going to look at your crotch? Well, just look at it. You can't help it. He tries to do this every time. I know. Get it. <laughs> Try to stop doing that every episode. Yes. Masters of the Universe Revelation, the brand new one that just came out. Kevin Smith's baby. It's on Netflix. The word He-Man is not involved. So this is where you and I, Diggs, were just talking about this while we were just before we started recording. So let's talk about the show, and then we'll talk about what the hell the controversy is that's going on about this. This is a, not a reboot, this is a continuation of the He-Man story, which kicks off right away in the first episode. We have a lot more action going on in this series, Dags. It just debuted, just what I like about Netflix is when they have seasons of shows, they just release all of them. There's five episodes in the part one. Binge. 
Yes, yeah, so we I binged them yet. They don't they're not longer than 25, 26. No, minutes. yeah, they're short. Before you know it, you're like, holy shit, I'm on episode five. I might as well watch this one too. Get it over with. It's got a star-packed, what is it, star-filled, action-packed voice, voices, I guess you could say. Powerful ensemble. Yes, we have uh, Chris Wood. He's playing Prince Adam and He-Man. Mark Hamill is Skeletor, which is just his Joker character from Batman. Oh, too soon. Oh, sorry. We have Liam Cunningham as uh, Man-at-Arms. Sarah Michelle Gellar is the voice of Tila. Yes, Buffy. Yeah, the uh, the other one that got my attention was the voice of Triclops. Did you see who this is? Tell the fans. Henry Rollins. Yes. So Henry Rollins Black is flag. involved. Yep. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is Queen Marlena. Totally. Um, and then the Allstate guy is Grayskull, which you get to meet Grayskull yes. and the other. But you didn't mention Evil Lynn. Oh, that's right, Evil Lynn. Yes, from my powerful uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> she's uh lena headley yes or hetty powerful yeah also in the powerful movie 300 correct yes so we have uh a lot of star stars action packed which they don't really do much to boost the series they just lend their voices uh the series itself like i said it's just a continuation of the story so we have tila is finding out about who E-Man really is. Tila, Tila sounds like an 80s uh, R&B singer. It could be. Thank you. Yeah. Tila and the Night Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Tila and the B-Sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you get five episodes. Like I said, action-packed. There's a lot more gore, I guess you could say. It's more more death. Yes. There's people being stabbed. Uh, there's Impaled. People, people dying. Yes. Uh, there's blood in the water, not literally, but they actually show blood in this one. Um, so it's not, it's not the kid show from the eighties. This is more geared towards the people that grew up watching E-Man and, uh, they definitely try to step it up as far as action and gore. The fight scenes are, uh, actually pretty good, I think. Um, but what is going on, the controversy for members of the Amazing Friends that don't know, is Kevin Smith sold this as a He-Man show, a show about He-Man. What it turns out to be is a show about Tila finding herself, really. Uh, He-Man's in every episode, either through flashbacks or through... Flashbacks. Or something, that's like, you know, like that's fighting like someone her gets, fears. Someone gets fired from a TV show and they have flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, right. So they, uh, damn, damn, damn. Yeah. So they're, a lot of people are upset. They went online, Twitter, and they started, uh, really giving it bad reviews on like the IMBD and the Rotten Tomatoes or what they call panning it. Uh, Kevin Smith decided to double down and told them to F off pretty like literally. So there's a couple of things. One, it's called Masters of the Universe Revelation, not He-Man and the Masters. So right there, it should tell you. He-Man is not the main focus of this series. You believe that? Yeah, I do. No, dude, it's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. When you, when you listen... Correct, you, listen, but... No, no, but. When you hear <laughs> Masters of the Universe, you think of He-Man. You don't think of Stinkor. You sure the fuck don't think of Tila. 
No, you don't. But yes, Tila is the it last doesn't character. Say he man in the. Title. Oh my god. So, but that's just a subtle thing. And then Kevin Smith shouldn't have gone out and said it was about he man, but he did that to get people to watch. The corporations got to Michael Riz. So I'm just saying, people need to relax. It's a freaking goddamn cartoon, people. No, he give it a be, rest. He should be sued for malpractice. <laughs> malpractice. He, Fans, we know what fans are. Maybe it was are. the potatoes that we, got to him. Yes, yes, he was on a powerful potato diet. We, <laughs> we know what fans are like, they, and we know what the 80s are like. People love the 80s. Don't fuck with the 80s. No. So here, okay, so but what it is, it's... Take a deep breath, everyone. Yes, so it's Master of the Universe revelation, right? It's yeah. not He-Man, the Master of the Universe. So He-Man fucking gets killed twice in it. I yeah. mean, I get it. We, you hate He-Man. <laughs> You don't want to kill him once. You want to kill him twice in five episodes. Yeah, what was that all about? Exactly. Anyway. Thank you, Mike Riz. I they killed He-Man. It, so they killed him in the first one, and I was like, all right, well, you know he's coming back. And then they bring him back and kill yes. him like five minutes of him So it's not back. about He-Man. It's about two other characters. So I have an idea, Mike Riz. Yes. Peanuts revelation. Ooh, all yes. about. Charlie Brown gets killed twice. Oh. And then it's all about Peppermint Patty. I would Marcy. watch that. Exactly. I yeah. bet you would. <laughs> yeah, it would be the you same probably show, have the basically. Marcy action figure, too. Thank you, sir. Yes. <laughs> and let's, what's the deal with Adam? Could they make him any wimpier, Prince Adam? I, that I actually didn't mind, because he, was, he should be wimpy. No. Because he he's transforms. A he's a powerful prince. I like His dad hates him in this. He's just embarrassed by him. He shouldn't be. It's his damn son, for God's sakes. Yeah, but I mean, in the original He-Man, yeah, he he's was a, powerful. He's a hulking prince yes, that how with are, a powerful haircut. Why can't he just be powerful anyway? He looks like he should be. And this one, it, the transformation happens the way it should. You go from like a wimpy ass person who can't lift a pencil to the strongest man in the universe, who's the best hero there is. He's not that best. They kill him twice. <laughs> well, one of them, he, uh, he sacrificed himself for the betterment of Eternia. Little did he know that that was actually going to hurt Eternia in the long run. And what's up with Evelyn? What? What do you mean? First, she's evil. Yes. And then she realizes she was in an abusive relationship with yes. Skeletor. And then Skeletor comes back, and then yes. she runs right back to him. Yes. And it's like Game of Thrones, like Jamie. I know, but her turn was like, like they just had to make sure she got back on the evil side. And then she was yes. like, okay, well, see yep. you later, guys. Bye. Went, went in Rome. Yeah. Golly. Powerful. Beast, Beastman, I think, has a thing for her. She yes. Overprotective or something. I don't get it. What did you think of the death of Mossman? Uh, it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> he didn't last very long in this one either. It's like he wasn't very powerful. Skeletor is evil, isn't he? He is. I, I like that they gave him, like, in this series, he's as evil as he should have been. You know, he sets things up, doesn't give a shit, kills people. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what's the deal? They killed Roboto, too. Yeah, that I didn't like. I thought what's, he was What's the last. deal with killing all these uh, androids and robots? They well, killed the Vision in the fucking Avengers. Yep. They killed Bishop in Aliens. Aliens. Well, they're just droids. They have no feelings. They do have feelings, goddammit. Well, Roboto had definitely yes. said he had feelings at yes, the end. Yes, Domo Arigato. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm, 
I have fear. I, I have feelings. Yes. That was a sad moment of the series. What did you think of the animation? I like, so I thought it was going to be like a American anime. And then uh, it kind of picked up from there. It actually looked almost, it's not old school. It's the new cartoon animation, but they do have some CGI in there with those uh, hovercraft, hover blade things that uh, Triclops is flying around. And the new Triclops finds religion. In this well, series. there's a lot of weird uh, motherboard. I mean, yes, he's, he's like a cult leader. Yes, after Skeletor dies. Yes, I I hope those two make up and get back on the same side. But it would be cool to see Triclops as his own evil leader. No, here I have an idea. How to save the show? You ready? Yes. A powerful portal opens. Thunder the Barbarian, Ookla the Mock, <laughs> Princess Ariel, and the Herculoids come in and just kick fucking ass. On whose side? They just destroy everybody? They just everybody. kill everyone, but, but Prince Adam, they return him to manhood. I think it, a twist, twist yes. to that. And, and here, no, hold on, I'm not done. Oh, okay, okay. He-Man becomes Butch-Man. Oh. Yes. Why can't we embrace his powerful masculinity? I think we find out that Adam is actually Thundar's long-lost kid. That's cool, I'll give you that. But make him a man, powerful Butch-Man. Let's embrace his powerful masculinity. Put him in a flannel? Yes. Be pretty cool. Yes. Put him powerful on. chest hair. You want to give him chest hair now? Yes, powerful. What would have more hair, his chest or his loincloth? Or Ookla the Mock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, He-Man he looks like a wrestler. So let me ask you this. After today's show, because I got you so excited, I got your testosterone level. The peak levels, what t-shirt are, would you wear? Are you going to get a Ookla the Mock t-shirt, Thundar? Are you going to get, a, out of all the powerful characters we talked about today, Gloop and Gleep? I was going to say, I'm going to have to find a Gloop and Gleep t-shirt. Are you going to wear a Gloop and Gleep? I think that would give me more cred. Can I tell you something? Sure. Honestly, if you went to that powerful Nitrowave TC show with Gloop and Gleep, people would freak. You think so? I know so. People right. love Gloop and Gleep. We're, we're going to try to find a Gloop and Gleep t-shirt. Thank you. And then we're going to see if, this, if that's true. By the way, do you enjoy my shirt? What do you think of that? I do. I actually like that. It's my favorite Atari game, one of Thank my you. favorite ones. It's a Pitfall t-shirt. Yeah, somewhere in Activision Pitfall. Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet. I Thank like you. Pitfall. Thanks for enjoying my t-shirt. You're welcome. Yes. We got to find a Joust t-shirt. Yes, Joust. What, so out of all those characters, what t-shirt do you see me wearing? Out of all the characters we discussed That we just today, talked about? Uh, it would have to be an Ookla. Ookla the Mock. Yeah. That's the one you'd be wearing. Yes. Powerful. As much as you like Thundar, you would have to give it up to Ookla. Yes. I think graphically I like Ookla better. He's a pretty badass character. Yes, he is. He is. He's, a, he's a good friend. He's a good friend to have. He's got your back. They met in the prison, hard labor, and they befriended each other. Oh, they, yeah. There was a lot of friendship in prison. Trust me. I, I yes, powerful. Heard yes, I love that show. Powerful episode today, Michael Rez, going way back, nineteen sixty-seven, going through the eighties all the way to today. Today we skipped the nineties. Yeah, so the nineties. I mean, come on. Yeah, most people skip the nineties. <laughs> I mean, really, what happened? How many in, boy bands can you really? What happened have? in the nineties? Nothing. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I hope you guys had a good time tonight. 
on the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. And I also created powerful merch. I'm going to have you check that out. Go on the internet, type in Amish Baby Machine, because right now there's a transition between the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast and Amish Baby Machine. So what the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is, is a mutated variant of Amish Baby Machine. <laughs> it's lots of variants it's, going around. It's spreading, but you don't need to wear a mask to powerfully listen to the Amish Baby Machine slash Guns N' Roses Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. So go on there, follow us everywhere. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and we have a powerful new logo. I got a powerful t-shirts, uh, stickers, everything. You're going to enjoy it. Also. Today, to play us out, we have powerful music, as we mentioned earlier, by Andrew Bennon, Space Station Sheila. Powerful new EP. It's available on Bandcamp and Spotify. Make sure you check that out. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the amazing Pop Culture Podcast.
Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.